Aww. Keep the magic alive. <laughs> I don't like you today. You know what? I'm still better off than most people then. Well, maybe I do like you. I want her back! <laughs> Hey everybody, if only you could see Shannon's sweet air guitar. Welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast, week 327 of quarantine. I am Joe. You keep using the same number, Joe. This is Shannon. It's 384. Oh. I'm Angela. I'm confused, but I'm Matt. <laughs> confused Matt is here. A-A-Ron! Might pop in we will see this week guys we have a gem for you Um, oh my goodness i had been searching around just randomly to try to find like a bad movie uh the bad movie we wanted to watch for this week wasn't available anywhere for free and then i just came across this whole website that was just all about uh amazon is a treasure trove (laughs) of bad movies there is a plethora a smorgasbord of shite, and uh, I we left it up to the. To, it was very democratic what we did. We had a vote, and we came up with this movie called Hawkeye, aka Killer Cops, Karate Cop. Oh yeah, Karate Cops. Sorry, Karate Cops. It <laughs> did kill a lot of people. <laughs> it, when me and Shannon turned it on, we're like, uh. <laughs> I was like, this. this it's below iPhone quality. Oh. It is oh, yeah. Motorola Razor quality. It's like, motor- it, was was shot- shot <laughs> it was shot on, on a, a motor- Motorola Razor no, no, this in is- 1988. No, the problem is, is actually this is probably 16 millimeter film. They don't yeah. know how to light it. No, it's it's so bad. It's it's so bad. And I think it's one of those VHS movies that you buy at the gas and sip. You know, you know you what? You bring up a good point. This might have been shot on tape. <laughs> yeah, like for real. Tape. Like everyone. somebody's camcorder. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but I mean, there is sometimes when it's really well lit that it looks like film. So Oops. maybe. Well, the I thing mean, that most people don't understand about film is when you see a movie and it's nighttime, it is actually quite bright. Yeah. Well, yeah, because otherwise camera, you wouldn't be able to see it. The camera just soaks in light. Even when it's like supposed to be night and supposed to be pitch black dark, it's really well lit. No one has a hard time seeing. And yeah. the camera will eat all that light. Music wasn't that bad. They used the, the music room's natural was light. Dope. <laughs> I loved that funky, that funky jazzy sax. Dude, these were oh, the demo buttons it. on a on a Casio. <laughs> they were 100 uh, percent. it was i mean there was one it was just like that that typical like film noir it was just fantastic oh i loved it so much oh oh you didn't think of like uh eddie money like yes yes that <laughs> Speaking about the lighting, 
Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, man. The lighting problem, the part where the guy, like, shouts inexorably loudly. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 20 feet away, he's like, hey, what are you guys doing here? (laughs) We're, like, right in front of him. Is that because... They only had a single mic, no boom operator, no ADR. There was definitely no ADR. There was definitely a boom mic. Uh, because you could see it fall into the shot when they go into the dojo. <laughs> they fell into the shot like three times. I was like, what is that? Oh my God. So and- this film definitely had no first AD. Like there was, there was no director on this film. The shots are so strange. Yeah, Most yeah. of the time, like there's a lot of off screen talking and the camera's just focused on a static face that is expressing no emotion whatsoever. It's so bizarre. Here's the thing that makes me really, really believe this was done on film. There is a lot of uh, bad line readings in this movie when they do oh, the monologue. Man. And that tells me they didn't have the money to reshoot it. Mm-hmm. If it was tape, they could have they could have been recording all day. But that's what leads me to believe it was film. They only they only did everything in one take. Can we I I have a question. The the two stars of this film, <laughs> I don't know either <laughs> sure. Number number 2 on the call sheet, we'll say. Number 2 on the call sheet. Do you think it was somebody else's choice for him to pretend to be Eddie Murphy, or does, was that his own thing? Because I I, say, it was like, this dude was just doing a really good Eddie Murphy impression. Um, that's the thing too. It's not a bad. <laughs> it's a Murphy really impression. good Eddie Murphy impression. He had me fooled there for a second. The first like three minutes he was on screen, I I was looking up as to whether or not this was actually Eddie Murphy. I'm like, there's no way they got they got him to do this movie by this time he had already done 48 hours and Beverly yep. Hills cop. There's no way he's in this movie, but man, does that sound and look like him? The, the lighting and, and the shitty camera stuff made it hard to, you know, yeah, I didn't look up super to see high when I didn't look up to see when it was made. So I was like, is this like his first film? <laughs> so this guy, it looks like his name's Chuck Jeffries. Um, mm-hmm. he's obviously doing an Eddie Murphy impression, a pretty good one. I'm surprised he didn't go, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I think there was a moment he did. <laughs> he is, looks like what a stunt performer of some renown. He's been in a ton of things and 12 monkeys, you know, like he does, it looks <laughs> like he's a stunt performer. Hmm. Um, okay. the other guy, George Chung, who played Hawkeye, <laughs> and can the we talk about the Texan. opening of this movie? <laughs> we just call him Cowboy Jackie Which Chan. Part? The part where he comes in into a casino, kicks a dude in the face. <laughs> he goes, "Yeah, my name's what's his what's his dildo's name? Hawk- Alexander Alexander Hawkamoto. My friends call me Hawk. And then he kicks a dude in the face, and he goes, "But they know me by another name." And then it doesn't, does it even cut to the words Hawkeye? Yeah. Did it? Yep. Yeah, Hawkeye was on the screen. Laughing. I remember that. I, I, I don't know, know if it like, was immediate, though. No, because there was credit. No. No, there was like. Because, like, really what you do is go, bam, you'd hit it right there. With him Title in frame, card. Hawkeye. No, it cut right. to black. 
(laughs) Nothing happened. And then a bunch of credits. Well, what's your other name? (laughs) You got to guess. You got to guess? I can't. I'm not that good at guessing. I don't think they really thought the script out very well. I think what he was trying to say is like his other name's Hawkeye, but he had already said it. He didn't say Hawkeye. Didn't he? No, he said his name's Alexander Hawkamoto. My friends call me Hawk. Kicks a dude in the face and goes, some people know me by another name. And the movie proceeds to go on without a single person calling him Hawkeye. That's true. Not a single person. They either call him Hawkamoto or or Hawk. Right. It's completely ridiculous. But at least they call the other guy Charlie, right? Charles Wilson was his name, right? Was that his yeah. name? Yeah. They call him Wilson or Charles or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Charlie. It, uh, yeah, there's there's some racial jokes where Hakamoto looks <laughs> at him and calls him Charlie. Yeah. You know? Mm. How about a uh, watermelon? <laughs> the watermelon. I got to tell you. Hakamoto does some super racism and goes, oh, I heard you guys like watermelon. And the dude punches him right in the fucking face. <laughs> and I loved it. I was like... It's special. It's you know absolutely what? spectacular. In these trying times, we need to all watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and inexplicably, yeah, they're friends so. in the next scene. It yeah. cuts, and they're in the car together, and then they start ADR. They did some ADR. They voice over it how, your punch was nothing. Yeah, your punch was nothing. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm... I'm baffled by the whole premise of this movie. So, <laughs> okay. just by looking, so looking at the, looking at the poster, it totally looks like it's going to be rush hour, right? Sure. It's going to be a lot of, you know, this Asian dude and and a funny black guy and you know, cool. It's it it, it the the Asian dude was from Texas. Yeah, and he loved like, to pack they, shit. And he loved to what is that even tell mean me, in Texas? You guys live in Texas. What does that I'm not, mean? I, I'm, I'm not anywhere near that part of Texas. I, mean, I don't I think they would use that around here. But like, I struggled. I, I was like, I have to go back and rewatch this because I don't remember the very beginning. Because I was like, it was before I realized this was going to be hella fun. <laughs> and... uh the guy who kills what's his name? James, Jimmy, Sammy. Sammy's Jimmy in the beginning. There's this long shot of him just turning his head back and forth to begin the movie too. I'm like, WTF, mm-hmm. bro, we don't need to see all that. Uh and mm-hmm. then he gets killed by somebody. That person who kills him is never in the movie again, right? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I think no, they wanted to like make it a mystery. Yeah. No, no, because yeah. he said he doesn't kill anyone and it wasn't him. It was a black dude. No, it wasn't. No, no, it was a really white guy. Yeah, because the we are all torn no, on this. No, no, it was over the map. It was sorry, it wasn't a black dude. It was a, it was like an Italian dude, maybe or <laughs> yeah, it was like old and a white. Cuban dude. It was a guy with he dark go, hair. He goes, Come on, before he sh- before he shot me, he's like, "Fuck you, Sammy." Yeah, but that dude's oh never in God. the movie again. No, no. I was wondering. I'm like, is he gonna pop well, up other- again? Is one of the so who killed him? So there's this whole subplot of these two rival gangs in Las Vegas who used to be together. They split apart because the Asian dude likes to kill people. The Italian dude does not. Right? Right. 
something like so that. So which side had Sammy killed? This dude's like he Cuban. Was, he was like double crossing, <laughs> double crossing. And then they something. go about this whole plot that never happened. Well, the whole beginning of this movie was well, just... the Italians said something like the Cuban delivery is going to be late. So they have ties to the Cuban. But the Cubans killed him. Are we talking about cigars? Right, right. So the Italians might have done it. No, because they said he killed the Cubans and took their drugs and tried to sell it on his own. So he might have tried to sell it to the Italians? Hey, you got the but stuff. But the Cubans killed him. Yeah, I got the stuff. <laughs> he didn't kill the Cubans. It, okay, they, so they the, totally... So the rival gangs don't have anything to do with the No, I don't think saying? so. I think that they they didn't write the script right. No. Are you sure? just like... <laughs> We'll fix it in post. And there was no post on this movie because they didn't have that second tape deck for the VCR to cut it. So they just, there you go. So the guy that is not even, he murders Sammy, but has no part in this movie. Why did he close one eye when he was shooting? He didn't want to miss. <laughs> to make sure he was shooting as it, like he can't aim. He's two feet away. Four feet away. Yeah. Fuck you, Sammy. <laughs> I just want to make sure I get you right there. Oh. Like, who? And I was like, <laughs> I wasn't on board yet. I'll tell you the exact moment. Hold on. And then after the scene, we see a suit guy and a chick. And I, who are these people? Did we ever figure out who those people were? I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch of stuff that has no connective tissue. I don't even remember what you're talking about. Exactly. Okay, and then after we go to this scene where they're, uh, it looks like. <laughs> hold on. Oh, I know what she's talking about. She's talking about the guy who's looking for Hakamoto. Yeah. It must be phone. his partner. I who knows? He oh have yeah, a they were at like yeah, they were. A they're at their little tiny kitchen table, and he's got a cordless phone the size of a phone book. <laughs> he was the like, guy. Hawks out in the desert doing a black belt something. <laughs> He was the guy was who later was like, up. yeah, you were supposed to be at this uh, junior cadet thing. Okay, yeah, he did. you're right. He did come back. So yeah, I have I a couple other issues. Out that he was out in the desert. Yeah, yeah. Karate, and he went out to the that desert. he learned from a white guy in Texas. That was not the desert. No, well, <laughs> no, no, no. Las Vegas is the they desert, like so he didn't have to drive far. This was a low right. budget. Hey, go into the gym, get those kitty mats, and let's duct tape them together. Couldn't you see the duct tape on them? He's. Yeah. Let's do some killer stuff, man. I'll tell uh, you the, that Hakamoto. The dialogue and, in that part. Oh, the dude, the I weird white one. dude standing next to Hawkeye, who just has a monologue. I was in the military. I was in the military, <laughs> and and I fucked some shit up. And these guys are fucking serious, man. If anybody wants to just go find the movie, it's around seven minutes forty five seconds in. <laughs> um, I was gonna pull the audio, but I just ran out of time. It is priceless this is when i was on board for this movie and i went oh i'm in i am a thousand times in i went backwards and i rewatched it again yeah. and shannon's like, like seriously are you kidding why i was in from that i was in from that very first kick it was it i wasn't sold yet because you know velocipaster had a good very first moment too you know and, and i could see how people lost it from there so i was giving it a little bit longer and i oh was i rewarded oh was i rewarded so what part made you almost pee your pants you said like you almost stopped oh, breathing it's later oh I'll, we'll get there oh um, it's coming though. the part where he threatens the kid because <laughs> no <laughs> oh, he's like and your cheeks will be 
Black and blue because I'll squeeze your neck so hard. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'll choke you and kill you. And it's just like the kid, I don't even like kids named Lewis or Lyle or whatever the hell. So H- Hakamoto does his little black belt test. Now let's be fair; he's actually a really good martial artist, and so is Charles oh, yeah, Wilson. Yeah. These two guys, yeah, sure. if they were given like an actual property and maybe some acting lessons, they could have made Rush Hour. There's no reason oh, yeah. why they, why oh, they sure. couldn't have. They're both very capable martial artists, especially on screen. Of course, the fight scenes suck because this movie has no budget. Right, and then we have this another pointless scene where we see a heist, a bank heist. Well, this is what I'm getting to. Yeah. He beats the absolute tar out of like eight people to get his black belt. Let's be clear. This dude is probably already a fifth or sixth degree black belt by this point to be doing the things he's doing. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. <laughs> the guy's like that one white dude who had the monologue. Wow, where did you get so much power? And he has like another <laughs> mini monologue. And then Hawkeye has a monologue that he flubs horribly. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Just, it's bad. Yeah, I learned from Hakamoto. my friend. My friend, it's my friend in Texas. He was <laughs> just—it's like white guy at the YMCA. I like how the the scene like cut directly after. He, like, oh yeah, he hadn't even finished talking, and they're like, "Okay, next scene." And yeah. he's he's like, "Can I borrow your car? I'll make sure it gets back to you." And drives to a bank heist that is somehow still going on. Yeah, even though yeah. He, he's in the desert. Well, yeah. that and he changed his clothes yeah, and yeah. got a coffee. He put his dope-ass vest back on. He's like, what is this shit? It's 8 a.m. Yeah, and the guy's like, outside. oh, man, I'm sorry. I would have asked him to rob the bank later. <laughs> Let, let's meanwhile, talk meanwhile, the main bank robber was on charm. The was, bank robbery is so dumb. Dude, the guy he, shoots... A human being in the chest with a shotgun, murdering him not three feet from Hawkeye. Hawkeye just look, goes over his shoulder and goes, well, why'd you go and do that? And I'm like, that is not ever a possibility of an appropriate human response to what just happened. No. And moreover, the next response is not to punch an innocent woman in the face. Oh, he punches the bank teller in the face. And then we get hook two for Joe. He does a spin move on the ground, pulls his Desert Eagle out, <laughs> and shoots everyone. They blow away like everybody. The bank robbers, the bank tellers, like oh, everybody's no. dead. Now, I have a theory about this. I believe they were shooting live ammunition. Why, is it, why do you believe that? There is never a shot with two people in the frame when they're shooting the gun. Mm. All of the gun shots are from a low angle, looking up at the gun. And they're like shooting at something, and I'm pretty sure they're either because I don't know if they had the money for blanks and any opportunity they had to fire those guns. I bet you they were using live ammunition. That's crazy. I think they only had so many blanks. Well, towards the end, there's the scene with the guy's got like the Uzi, Mm -hmm. and like he goes to shoot it, it goes blank, blank, and then like the third shot, you can see the flash. Right. I noticed that too. Yeah, I think that might have been where all of their. Uh, and, you know, blank rounds Money. were in that last little shootout that also has a spin move. Okay, we're not there yeah. yet. My favorite part of the bank heist scene was the motorcycle cop helmet dude just standing there. I'm like, yeah. where did you come from? A dude got blown away. Everyone's just like casual as fuck. <laughs> <We just laughs> like, oh, they're like, they're like another day in Las Vegas. 
We had to shoot some innocent people and some bank robbers. The only person and who was baby. animated was the chick. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get you for this, Akimoto! And she pretty much gets in the police car without even, like, them holding her or anything. She just gets in. Well, sure. I mean, she knows the jig is up. You know, but Man, once again, they shot everybody else dead. Maybe <laughs> it's a good idea. This is a movie we need for today. The black person at the scene uh, lived, was not shot yeah. by the cops. She was arrested. Well, the one. The other one died. Well, the other guy was a murderer. The other one was a murderer, you know. for sure. Shot him. Shot a dude right <laughs> Shot in front a dude of point him. blank that's, with that's a shotgun. Not. And then we cut Most to. Most of the hostages died. Another we don't have scene. a helicopter. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. But then we go to this crazy uh, scene where these kids are sitting outside the police station. And they keep telling the kids yeah, that's to what Matt shut was up. talking about. Shut up. And then the lady's like, can I touch your gun? Yeah, the teachers are like, your gun is huge. Is it real? Yeah, all, all of a sudden, the teachers are all hot for Hakamoto. Crazy. I think I think Hakamoto, the George Chung guy, wrote this script. And he's like, oh, yeah, they're after me. They want my gun. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got a Desert Eagle 50 cal. It's a big gun. It's a big gun. It is a big gun. It's real. But then this kid starts. So George Chung did write this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. Oh yes. And the kid was like, "Smartest man alive." More money. And helped direct the movie. (sighs) Oh gosh. Yep, it's all coming together. This is a Miami connection. Why are you in the hospital? Oh, hold on. We we get introduced to Eddie Murphy Light. yeah, he, right he's doing just a great Eddie Murphy impression. They punched each other because of the racist comments. Um, oh, here. And we then are. Hawk has a sad moment where it just cuts to him, and he goes from being jovial to just, <sighs> just like, shuts it all off, and he's sad. It was amazing. It was primo bad acting. Also, can we? I, I'm probably jumping forward, but can we talk about? This whole backstory where his girlfriend was murdered by somebody and he murdered him back and I they, blew him away. This this awful traumatizing event and then the very next scene he's just walking into some naked blonde's house and she's kicking him out. Like what the hell is going on? Yeah, well, he's got girls all over town, if you didn't get that from his little his uh booty call scene. <laughs> right. He's, yeah, he's calling all these girls he got numbers for like weeks ago and he memorized their numbers somehow. Yeah. Well, not that yeah, he got numbers from too? them. He never called them back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. After yeah. they boned. But he still memorized their numbers. Well, yeah. it was that time period. You memorized numbers back then. Mm, I suppose. Not booty call numbers. If you're a slovenly uh, dude like, actually, the one chick, Sammy's girl. Was like, don't go back to that crappy apartment here. His apartment looked fine. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, spend the night with me. I'm lonely now. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Ba-dum. Keep in mind that uh, Joey Tribbiani existed in this time, and he had a little book. There you go. <sighs> memorizing numbers is hard. So Sammy, the guy who got killed at the beginning, has a girlfriend who, and Hawk knew Sammy. Then when they went to the the yeah, morgue, they he. This is when he has his little sad acting moment. He's literally two feet away from a corpse's face, going, 
sad staring at it staring at it because that's what you do they go talk to his girl uh, who's his it's his wife yeah okay it's his wife it's really convenient that he grew up with them since they you know the one guy lived in new york and he lived in texas (laughs) yeah yeah he talks about he (laughs) he talks about he was a script writer for plays but somehow ended up being a drug dealer and a script writer for plays has secret compartments in his jacket Mm. yep Dude, she had rock and purple eyeshadow. Though. She looked like 1989 threw up on her face. But you know what? She oh. actually did some good acting. I, I don't believe you. I was a little bit mm. surprised. She did better than Hakamoto. Well, a dead Let's, stone could be better. We'll use, we'll use the uh, term good uh, very loosely here. Very loosely. She was definitely the best in the film. Yes, right? that I would agree with. Yeah, but at the same time, Hakamoto's like, yeah, Sammy's dead. And she goes, oh, man, that sucks. And then, <laughs> then she's like, you know what, Hawk? We should fuck. Yeah. <laughs> don't, Why don't you spend the night here? Yeah, spend the Your night here. sucks. So weird. I guess even bereaved, bereft, I don't know how you'd say it, widows uh, need some Hakamoto. Yeah. yeah. A little Hakamojo. You've got a desert eagle for a I gun. Don't. Then <laughs> this is the part that killed me. Him and yes. Wilson are talking, and I they go, ah, oh, we got to go find Jimmy Delmonico. And then it cuts hard to a scene with a lamp shining on a dude's face who had just sat down <laughs> oh in front of the camera. <laughs> and then Char- Charles and Hakamoto go, you're Jimmy Delmonico. <laughs> it was like, what? They look at his watch, and then they like throw, <laughs> they throw his hand down to his crotch, and he's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, get a fucking watch you got, bro. Like, there, uh, he nothing. goes, you're Jenny Delmonica. <laughs> and they got this, like, $10 lamp that's just pointed it's at pointed him. pointed at him in the corner of the room. And you have this, like, office chair. And they're doing and good they're, cop, bad cop. Two feet from his there. face because they didn't have a spot to film a scene. <laughs> <sighs> Well, they were both bad cop, bad cop, because yeah. the one guy leaves the room and he gets the guy gets beat, and then the other guy leaves the room and he gets beat again. Oh my gosh, I I almost it's died. So I was laughing so hard because we got to go find Jimmy Delmonico. You might be like, "All right, Jimmy, let's talk about this." We would know who you're talking about. Instead, they announced to everyone watching, "Hey, it's Jimmy Delmonico." <laughs> he knows who he is. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Oh, God. Oh, so they beat oh. him up and, and they learn they have to go find Tony. And Tony's the big boss for the. Yeah, but why did his door say international? Because <laughs> it's the only place they could find. I was really confused. I'm like, does he live at some hotel that has international It's the only on the place door? they could find. It was crazy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the. That's that would have to be the only explanation he lives in a hotel in the international suite for some reason and then they go up to his face and they're pointing a gun at him like where is tony he shoots his vases off screen by the way all off screen (laughs) they were not ten thousand dollar vases that they shot from ikea (laughs) it was one vase pieces they got from salvation army they shared pieces because all they ever showed was the the kind of a remnants of a vase it could have been a dinner plate the one it could have been a dinner plate for sure 
I'll oh, have another. We skipped over. We skipped over Texas hospitality. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. How many times? So you're the guy opening the door, right? Yeah, At I wouldn't open the door. Stop opening the door. Mm-hmm. You know who it is. <laughs> or if they're gangsters, they not, they you shoot him. They knock on the door like, what is it, four times? Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And the uh, the Texas hospitality, he gets kicked in the face. Then we oh. learned Charlie knows karate. Right. I both yeah. they both know karate. Taekwondo. Yeah, Taekwondo. For it hard cuts. It hard cuts to just some dude speaking Japanese that they don't bother subtitling. It just says (laughs) speaking foreign language. (laughs) And then they're just sitting there talking to each other. Who the hell knows what they're talking about? What's with the shirtless guy? (laughs) And there is a shirtless power lifter standing there holding a katana. (laughs) I'm bodyguard. It's like the type of guy you would see in Napoleon Dynamite. Just like, I mean, he's a big, strong man. Yeah, you know, we yeah. think, but yeah. he's powerlifter built. Fun. He's not bodybuilder. Yes, you know, what I mean, he's got like a gut. <laughs> he's, he's, when was this movie made? Eighty-eight, okay. probably nineteen seventy-one, yeah. but it got released in nineteen eighty-eight. <laughs> well, the, uh, Charlie's shirt said "Hollywood High" eight eight on it. So okay, I'm wondering. Oh, okay. If that had ended, was a high school really. senior. What is happening? <laughs> so the part later where. The, where they're having the meeting together and the guys are like, all right, get lost. We're having a meeting as bosses. Where did they go? Because the guys don't beat them up. They just left and they're like, yeah, fuck this job anyway. Like, right. They all left. They, they use different people to beat, like for Charlie and What's-His-Face to beat the shit out of. Like, where yeah. did those guys go? You know, a special room. Uh, and then... A special fuck-off room, I guess. Does Hakamoto... They're, they're, they're probably, uh, you know, with the boys packing shit. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever they say in Texas. Well, that's the part. Hakamoto says he learned karate from a white guy in Austin. A white guy in Austin yeah, at the like, YMCA. Was six foot, yeah, he was yep. six foot six. Okay. <laughs> they, I don't think they had that backstory cohesively thought No, he, this is no, when he had I his first like, big acting moment at the Black Belt thing. He's like, yeah, you know, I got to do it for Master What's-His-Name. He, uh... He told me I had to go get my black belt. He's he flubbed his lines like eight times. He's so bad. Well, it was bad. Uh, I think I zoned out. So right there. we go from oh my gosh, the best the one of the scene? best scenes in the movie. Yeah, he goes. He <laughs> goes. Kitchen. He goes to his girlfriend's house. She boots him out, like we already talked about. And then he goes to get a drink at a bar, and he walks up to two gay dudes. <laughs> And he's like, hey, y'all, where can I pack some shit? (laughs) Yeah, cocktail. And he asks them where they can pack shit together. And they're like, oh, Oh, sailor. What was with the scene with the spray, the Lysol spray or whatever? Whatever. I don't know what you're talking about. All I know is he's in that bar and all the guys are hitting on him. I think it's the scene before this. They go into like some restaurant. And he's completely oblivious to it. I think he's pretty. I think he knows what's happening in there. That's why he he's keeps defensively know, he going. Like knocking, yeah, <laughs> I gotta bury my bone in their something. Hands off his like <laughs> leg and shit. I don't. I think he's completely oblivious to it. Maybe, or maybe he's uh, like maybe. the Todd on Scrubs. Maybe he's accepting of all. <laughs> you missed some really good lines that she said. Hawkeye's girl that he never sees. She's like, 
Yeah, but the sex is great. Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> who peed in your cornflakes? Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he had to have written the script like uh yeah it's clear that he wrote the script she's like she's like the romance yeah. is good the whatever is good and the sex is great but she's but like you, i want more i want you to it's be here all more. or nothing and he's so like what out. and then she's like get out and then he go. he actually says it well i thought you wanted more now you're telling me to leave i'd be confused <laughs> too well you wrote the line it's like the meme right uh girls I don't send mixed signals, and then their signals is a green stop sign. <laughs> and then we see Charlie, and Charlie's got a woman who just waits around. Oh yeah, for him. she she got she's some got champagne out for got her him. Little nightie on, mm-hmm, ready to give him the business. Yeah, you know, he he even has an Indiana Jones poster above his bed, and yeah. he's got a water bed, you know, because swish swash applesauce. He he mentions he hasn't been home in days. Yeah, yeah. And she's just there ready to fuck. Right. They don't have cell phones. She has no... She. How long has she been <laughs> sitting there with that champagne waiting for him to come home? And well, she, she just, just downstairs DJs every night unless he shows up. Right there at the well, door? I'm, yeah. Right. Hmm. You know, if he walks in in the middle, the it's sure. Oh, man. Oh, man. So I they're in the middle of something. passionate passionate love making mm-hmm. and hawk because he can't get his dick wet any other way he's got to go get it wet in justice and calls up uh, charlie uh. <laughs> he's like we got to go do something and charlie leaves yeah there's no way why did, that didn't make any sense either because like she got kidnapped and he's like oh we got to go to her house he never explains why right <laughs> well he didn't even know never he explains got why kidnapped. yeah didn't right. even know they didn't know that they didn't know that <laughs> no yeah, he's like he she's hiding sudden, something yeah, he just all of a sudden needs to go there. Mm-hmm. Then, meanwhile, she's getting kidnapped. Uh, and meanwhile, no Charlie's like, I-, I don't understand why Charlie's not like, dude, I'll be there in an hour. And while they're there, Sakura's men go get her, knock them both out in the kitchen. No fight scene whatsoever. Nope. And she's been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Well, they used the biggest gun for that scene because they wanted to make sure you knew they would... <laughs> <laughs> Would not fuck around if he had a little smaller weapon or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, their nephew's airsoft rifle. It was this part of the movie that made me laugh because we were going between two scenes where they kidnapped the girl and Hakamoto and Charlie in the kitchen. But when they were talking and they were going back and forth with the camera, you could hear them. Right. I was like, are they on the same set? Just like yeah. going back and they're, forth? They're literally in somebody's oh, house. God. The parts where they were talking on the phone and the guy's like off on the yes. side of the screen going, yes. yeah, no, well, what does that mean? <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, wow. There there was not enough budget for ADR, guys. Mm-hmm. No. It, it was ridiculous. Ugh. And then do we go to the dojo scene? The dojo yeah. happened a while ago. Dojo. Oh, we didn't yeah. talk about the dojo. Yeah, they walk into the a dojo. dojo. That was the scene in did which I realized. Did you guys see the boom mic? Because it was pretty obvious. I didn't, but Ugh. it it was when I realized that there's only two fighting sound effects. Yep. Yeah. The movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. So every single blow is either a... Doesn't matter if you hit him straight on the face or... Right. Face, <laughs> butt cheeks. Body. <laughs> it didn't matter. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but when when he's like, oh yeah, take off your shoes, he's like, 
Oh yeah, uh, no, I'm gonna keep my cowboy be- cowboy boots on. You see the the boom mic like drops twice. <laughs> he makes a joke about his, the. Br- I'm guessing the brand of his cowboy boots that must have been famous at the time. Yeah, nobody yeah. understood that. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they're probably not even a big brand. They're probably just his actual cowboy boots. He was he was looking to put their name out there. Oh my goodness. Probably. But Charlie's like, yeah. That seems legit. And is this the point where we go back to the International Hotel and they fix their hair and shirts and they like shake their booty in the hall? Oh my gosh, it? when he has the hallway fight scene and actually shakes his ass. They must have had the music playing while they're fighting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! And when he turns the corner, they do a no-no in fight scene-ography. They flip the line. So if you're ever having a fight scene, it's called uh, crossing the 180 or whatever. The person on the left is supposed to stay on the left the entire time for the fight, but they flip it. And then the guy does the laziest, slowest punch <laughs> that Hakamoto ducks under. And I was like, <laughs> oh, so funny. But then we see them go through the stairwell again. So I'm guessing they're not there or whatever. I can't remember. And it shows um, floor 14. I was like, holy crap. We have to go through 14 flights of stairs. No, they were only in that hotel for two seconds. I know. So, like, we get half of the stairwell, and then all of a sudden they're downstairs in the lobby. I'm like, whoa, that was I've fast. got more theories for you. <laughs> they did not have permission to shoot any film there. <laughs> <laughs> they went to the highest floor before anybody could get to them. They did the little fight scene, and they got kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds right. I want some answers. I want the truth. Oh, Jeez. Hawk shaked oh, his butt. Gosh. Um, when they come down the those big stairs, though, mm-hmm. those people did a couple good falls down the stairs, like legit stunt work. I think they're all pretty decent stuntmen. It was an accident. I mean, they're they're decent martial artists for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's not like the Karate Kid. Well, true. <laughs> you know? No, but it was so quick, and then we we're off. Then we we're in a car chase, weren't we? Weren't they? Oh, uh, where'd they each go? Other? Hallway were... fight, stair fall. Um, they get Sammy's girl, yeah, because she's been shot, and she knows more than she said. And they go, or get no, the she's money. not shot yet. She gets shot at the train station, right? Yep. And they go to the transit station to get the money that she said was put in a locker. In a locker. I don't think they had budget for very much fake blood either, because I think they used it all for her cut. Because when you see them get shot, they're always like, "Oh." Right. They, had to, they had to like film her facing away oh from the camera gosh. for that shot. They're going down an escalator together, and the bad guys shoot her, put their guns away. They don't yeah. bother shooting at Hawk yeah. or Wilson. They're like, yep. yeah, we got her. And they just pew. stand there, <laughs> gloating. Pew. pew, pew. Bullets were not in the budget for this no, movie. No, not worried about being shot back. Nothing. No. And then she dies. She <laughs> cuts to them in the hospital, and the doctor comes out, and he's like, Sorry, we did, we did all everything. Good. Man. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> wow. I guess so. Unceremoniously killed her. The, the best actress of the film was probably like, I'm. I'll be in five scenes, and that's it. Right. So you know, bad guys dead supposedly, even though it was not yeah, even a bad some... guy to begin with. 
Great dramatic acting. And then the captain shows up just to piss in their cornflakes. Yep. And says, yep. I want your badges and guns. Yep. And the money. Not only they do they dress- not get their guns, they forgot to get Wilson's fucking bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was that? Because he pulls out. Like, oh. <laughs> I was like, wow, out. man, it's a big shotgun. And all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out a bazooka. I was waiting for somebody to jump up with a spear. <laughs> this is my spear get. I speared him in the face. He hops on. Like, I thought the same thing as Matt. I'm like, that's a big gun. <laughs> He's like some space age shit. He puts it on his shoulder and fires a fucking rocket at that other car. I was like, what? Oh, that's not how you shoot a shotgun. Oh my God. You're a cop. You can't shoot a bazooka in the middle of Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm dying. Think of the liability. <laughs> what else? No, he just been? rips that sucker right off the chain. It had been, good. It had to have been like oh, some man. makeshift, like big looking tube of cardboard or something, right? Right. Because they don't, they don't really show it very well. And then, like, I think the bazooka, like itself, was just like somebody shot a firework across the screen real quick. Yeah, it was probably like a fairly large bottle rocket on a wire. That's how they even do it in regular movies. Mm. Yeah. Because uh, rocket-powered grenades and stuff like that, they're kind of unpredictable. Yeah. I know Will Smith and Martin Lawrence's captain would have had a freaking aneurysm. Oh, my gosh. Well, and there, there's like almost no reason for this shootout. It happens out of nowhere. Right. It culminates yeah. in nothing. <laughs> What's the part there's no where... reason for anything in this film. Oh, my gosh. What what part was it where they're like, oh yeah, man, that sucks. It really sucks, man. And then all of a sudden, uh, Hawks like, holy shit, who's that? It's that guy, and he like does the roll again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's in this shootout. <laughs> so I'm like, what is happening? I think I like totally blanked. It's in this shootout. <laughs> he pulls like, out a bazooka. Hey, who was that? Who was that guy? <laughs> he does this spin move on the ground, starts firing again. <laughs> this time to the side. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not aiming the biz- at the same direction. No, yeah. no. <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> they kill somebody. Uh, Wilson gets shot. Tony uh, is finally gonna pull the trigger and be the bad guy. Yeah, but he doesn't because Hawk sh- Hawk blows him away. Is this Hawk's way of saying it? And then it yep. hard cuts back to the captain's office. Yeah. And uh, Hawk and Wilson lose their jobs, but we found out they stole all the money. Right. So who the fuck is the protagonist of this movie? And immediately lost it at the roulette. Some of it. Oh, they're all the antagonists. Most of it. Most of it. Like idiots. Yeah, they had little bits stuffed in their scene. The end scene is so cringy and so dumb because they're like, dirty money, bad money. Horrible money. I'd never want that money. And they turn around and freeze frame on their asses because they have both shoved some money in their pants pockets. <laughs> and the fact that they were like, all right, you bet on black. I'll bet on red. Oh, it's double green. Oh, and then Wilson goes, there's no yellow on the table. You have nothing to bet for. I was like, oh, no. Oh, boy. But... To be uh, fair, he had just ripped off a bazooka shot. He can pretty much say whatever he wants. I was so happy the movie was over at this point. Yeah, and then the credits rolled, and and I was I was in awe. Of this, I need so. to know because I stopped watching it immediately. How long did the freeze frame of their asses stay there before it cut to black? 
I turned the TV off, so I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure. It was a good uh, minute and a half, I'd awesome. say, while credits rolled, and then it faded away, and the credits continued. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <sighs> so, I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> This this to me falls almost in the realm of a Miami connection. It's not quite that spectacular. No. Um but it's hilarious. It's very I wouldn't it, it's unintentionally funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean I kind of feel bad for George Chung cuz I mean this was probably his his opus or something, you know, but <laughs> kind of like the Miami connection guy. Right. He probably that guy made millions. I wonder so how much good. George Chung is worth right now. <laughs> well, he went on to be like he was a motivational speaker or whatever and martial artist. Uh, he, you know, he didn't make millions from his movie. <laughs> he did? Well, I think well, he did bad. later on, didn't he? Because it no. got like a cult. No. Well, no. The freaking people who found this was Alamo Draft House here in Austin. They found the print of Miami Connection on eBay for thirty dollars. <laughs> and they're like. We'll buy a movie and show it for thirty bucks. So they bought the thirty-five millimeter print, yeah, and showed it, and people started loving it. Yeah, yeah, and I, th- this needs to happen to this movie. There needs to. Be, I need to go see this on the big screen. I want to oh, see yeah, Wilson sure. rip that bazooka. <laughs> but you know there is wonder, no. There's no. I film wonder print if of this. this. I wonder if this become ma- became mainstream or had a cult following. If Eddie Murphy would sue. Can you sue for that? I have no idea, but it's because the dude doesn't look off. anything like him. He does. He Not looks really. enough like him that no. I was like, for a second, I was like, huh. No, he's I don't about think he could, twice his size. Well, I think he yeah. could technically sue him, but I think it'd be like not worth it. What right. is he? You know, what are they gonna get from that guy? Yeah. He, I don't know, he's probably got some stunt money. He looked a little more like Charlie Murphy than Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Sounded yeah, just well. like Eddie, though. Holy crap. So Sounded just like Eddie. We rate this movie? Yeah, let's rate it. Wow, it's been a long um, time. I'm going to rate this a super fun four. Hmm. Fun four. A fun four. It's, I mean, it's bad. It's so bad. But yeah. In all the right ways, and it's so funny. And it had and I enough, recommend you watch it. You know, I'll, I'll save my stuff when it's my turn. Matt, what do you think? Okay. I think this was the most enjoyment I've had out of watching a movie. I would rate it to. <laughs> sure. It was, it was so bad. I mean, yeah, when they're going into the dojo, like I saw something flick up, like on the top corner of the screen. I'm like, what the hell was that? And then all of a sudden, he's like, take off your boots, and the boom mic goes. <laughs> I was like, who did they hire for this? That's funny. Uh, yeah, it's it's bad. I mean, it's real low budget, and the jokes that are supposed to be funny are super cringy. But everything else is pretty funny, just because it's bad. Right? Uh, it's laughable. Yeah, I give it. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's along the same veins as Miami Connection. The thing is, is like I don't think Miami Connection was even trying to be that great of a film, but I think this one they were they were trying to make it pretty good. But yeah, I'll just give it a two. Okay. Shannon? Yeah, I agree with, you know, Angela. It's a fun movie. And with Matt, it's horrible at the same time. But for being a horrible movie, I would laugh instead of wanting to, 
you know, spoon my eyeballs out with a spoon, you know? Like, it's hard because it's horrible, but it made me laugh. And I was like, what were you thinking? Like, it was so dumb, it's funny. Right. Um, I would give it a three. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and give it a three as well. It's not good, but it's... <clears throat> It has it. It's laughable and it's poorly made and it's fun to watch. Like, and there's enough of these moments as you go through the movie that keeps you continuing to watch it. It's like, well, what's going to happen next? Like, I can't believe you're going to give him another monologue. <laughs> like, he just fucked up the last one, mm-hmm. and he did it again in one take. I bet. And it to me, it's like, this is the type of movie. This is the type of bad movie I really enjoy to watch. This is a Miami connection. This is a The Room. This isn't... What's that fucking zombie movie we watched with my fam here in Texas? Oh, Apocalypse Z. Yeah. yeah. That, when they when they literally spell out the plot for, <laughs> for like five, five or minutes. six times. Yeah. For the first 45 minutes they just of an keep hour and doing a half it. movie. They just kept doing it. That annoyed me. But this... This, the they don't bother to tell you the plot, plot at all. <laughs> this, there is no plot. They left There's you a pretty whole confused. bunch of subplots that don't, that they don't come together at all. There's no continuous thread. There's nothing. I'm 90% sure I didn't even watch this movie. <laughs> I would actually watch this movie before I watch Apocalypse Z. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Atlantic oh, yeah. Rim. This is, by, this is the top tier of the rim. movies we've watched. Even oh yeah, for sure. I think I like Miami Connection better. Oh, Miami Miami oh, Connection yeah. is the summit of the mountain. Yeah. This is definitely <laughs> on the way up. I can see oh, yeah. how people did not like Velocipaster. Velocipaster was fun to me. It did not nearly have as many of these moments. No. 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 Did the uh... No, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say I don't think they even meant for those moments. No, and that's part of the charm, yeah. right? Yes. They're earnest about it. They Correct. believe that this is fucking good. <laughs> That's part of what what makes it so great. Miami Connection had whole music videos <laughs> of the movie, and then for no reason, some chick sloppy tits were out just because it was an '80s movie. He had to. I appreciate that. You know. And I was I was actually gonna say, and for an '80s movie, an '80s bad action movie, there was surprisingly little boob yeah there was just one little moment of with one titty and i i figured shannon would appreciate that yeah the one moment of the movie my youngest son walked in the room (laughs) during i was like shannon he has to go shannon and because she was like covering him she didn't shannon didn't quite see i'm like i'm pretty sure that chick's topless he has to go and he went (laughs) and covered his eyes and left (laughs) i didn't even know this gotta be lucas did the did this have any good like one-liners? Miami Connection was peed full of them. In like my when cornflakes, they... only one. Who's peed in your cornflakes? But that's a Miami saying. Connection was chock that's full of them. Like when they pull up and he's like, "Oh no, ninjas!" <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, nothing like that. But no, uh, they're it's just the script being so bad and them trying so hard. Oh, yeah, and yeah. they were bad too. They were bad at acting. Oh, they were I awful. You mean him? It was really only Hakamono. Well, I don't know what kind of actor Charlie was because he was doing an Eddie Murphy impression. True. Right. He was playing Axel Foley, playing Charles yeah. Wilson. Yeah. And he was it was a dynamite Eddie Murphy. So. I'm the best cop on the force. <laughs> 
And even our son was like, is that Eddie Murphy in this movie? That's why he wanted to watch it. He's, uh, he's like, is that Donkey from Shrek? Oh, boy. So we've all rated it at probably an average of three. Um, in our hearts, it's all a 10. Do you think people should take 80 minutes out of their time and actually watch it? Yeah, I'm going to make my husband watch it. I would say if there wasn't a pandemic and you've got stuff to do, then nah, I don't bother with it. But yeah, you've got time on your hands. Watch this. Yeah, if you want to laugh because you are bored, this is the movie to watch. You'll be so oh, confused. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you're a bad movie aficionado like I am, this is this needs to be on your watch list. For sure. So there we go, pew, guys. Pew. That was Karate <laughs> Cops, a.k.a. Hawkeye, inexplicably Hawkeye, for no reason. I'm known as. Fucking no reason. They never say it. <laughs> Not even he says it when he's like, I've nope. got three names. And if you look on IMDb, it says that he's, his name is Alexander Hawkeye Hawkamoto. He never says it once. He yeah. says Hawk. Whatever. So that's yeah. that's that. Wash our hands of this. Um, we'll watch another bad movie for next week, hopefully. Uh, but mm. before we jet off the podcast, let's uh, let's get some quick recs for what we've been doing during quarantine. Um, who started off the rating? Was it Angela? Yeah, yeah. Angela, go ahead. Hit us with some quick recs. So quickly, I watched Knives Out. It's available oh, yeah. on Prime now. It's quite good. Watch it. Uh, Daniel Craig is superb. Even yeah. though his his weird southern drawl is awful, right. Chris Evans, lovely. No, you didn't like I, it? I love him. Isn't there a nice no. one too? Benoit Blanc. Yeah, there's going to be a second one with him. I mean, it was fine. Like the accent was fine. I just found it annoying. Using <laughs> British yeah. people tend to like to do southern accents because it's easier for them. Oh. Sure, sure, and that's fine. I just for some reason I couldn't tell where it was supposed to be set. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, had, I mean, I figured America, but everything looked very European, and it had a lot of confusing. I, 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 I don't know, but other they were all very waspy, so I assumed New England. Well, they had Massachusetts license plates, so New England. But there you go. Um, Mass. But in the end, it didn't really matter where where they were. It was a really compelling story, and. Even though I figured it out pretty quickly, um, you know, the the end result, I, there were still a bunch of twists that I hadn't anticipated. Sure. So, and I couldn't quite see exactly how everything fit. Um, so it was it was an entertaining ride, for sure. Really well acted. Hmm. Awesome. Anything else? Watch it. Um, more holy moly. Okay. Man, that Rob Riggle makes me laugh. <laughs> All right, Matt. Matt's playing um, with, his, with his kitty. <laughs> um, I watched uh, more Picard, and you know it was good before. It's getting real good. Um, there's some stuff I, I had forgotten to mention last uh, podcast when I had recommended it the first time around. Um, there's a lot of stuff that they kind of brought in from the different series um a lot of it's from next generation but there's also some from like deep space nine um and the real cool thing is you don't have to be a trek fan to follow the storyline either there's some terminology and it it would definitely help if you were a trek fan to enjoy it but i mean it's not star trek star trek 
like I had said uh, last week is, you know, it was all about the science and the character development was like kind of a secondary thing. Uh, but this is very different. Uh, this is like character development and storyline and the science is just kind of like a backdrop to that. It's more um, of the uh, other one, Discovery style, more J.J. Abrams style. I never never really watched that, but yeah, it's it's about the action. Uh, it's a lot about character character development. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Picard. Anything else? Or no? That's all. Uh, no, that I think that's it. Um, play a play a lot of video games. So. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I know, I know. Let's see. So this week, I finished Westworld season one. Woohoo! I moved on cool. to Westworld season two. I'm about. You, you have one episode done. You have one episode left. I'm on episode eight. I think you finished episode oh. eight. You're on episode 10, nine. You can count. <laughs> no, you're on episode 10. You're on the last one. I am. Yep. Oh, I never watched it. Cause my kid walked in the room mm-hmm. and I never know if it's something they can see or not, but mm. wow. It really, it's very confusing. That's for sure. Season one was more confusing. Uh, a lot of things that happened. I was kind of, it jumps so much that it's hard to kind of figure out what's happening. Season two does a little bit better at kind of piecing it together and kind of seeing who these people are, but you still don't know enough. The show kind of allows for you to imagine parts of the story that they don't tell you. And I kind of appreciate that, but it does make you think. Like, I was thinking about it as I was outside, when I was walking. Like, how It's thought-provoking. It's a very provoking show. Uh, Just... Can AI get their own conscious? And so, like the first series, the first season really probes what is consciousness, what makes you a person. And the second season is all about what is freedom. So, what is freedom? Is is it free to choose? Mm-hmm. It, are are you free to choose? And they use Bernard who is a host, and mm-hmm. then they use Ed Harris, who is a human, a lot, and they're following these, like, basically on the same track, who is actually more free. And Ed Harris questioning his own sanity. He yeah. even cuts his own arm open thinking he could be a host. And it's, you know, Dolores is the backbone of this story, and she's going to be, it's going to be all about her for season three. Mm. It's, um... It's it's one of the best shows ever made. Okay. Well, I'm going to keep watching. I definitely... It hooked me in as I continued. Just because I was like... Th- you really are thinking through these episodes because they don't tell you every piece. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I was doing. I also ended up watching, which I've never seen before, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Uh, the Michael Bay one. No, oh, the Michael Bay ones. The Michael Bay oh. movie. The one not worth watching. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I promised my son I'd watch it with him. So I did. And I was like, what and? is happening? It, like, brain oh in this God. movie is awful. Oh, it's Shredder. Within the, like, I, I thought the, the CGI in the first version of that movie was bad. It is so bad in the second one. Yeah. I, oh my I gosh. don't recommend it. It's not even worth a watch ever. I 
Oh, I can't believe. I think I played on my phone most of the time, so I, I can't even tell you the whole story. It's not worth it. And then to kind of make up for it, uh, I watched Central Intelligence, which is a highly recommended movie, oh, movie. with The Rock and Kevin Hart. <coughs> I never watched that. Is that that's good? Very. It's very good, yeah. All right. It is one of those pull-on-your-heartstrings action-slash-comedy, just a fun movie. Like... It's the most different character the Rock's ever played. Yes, for sure. Yeah. He's like this he nerd. Like a nerd. Yeah. It's not that he's a nerd. You de- you'll you'll see. Oh, okay. It's, it's good. Yeah. So Highly that's recommend it. it. That's yeah. That's it for me. I watched. I've been watching Westworld again, and it's been fun to get kind of reacclimated with it because I've never rewatched any episodes. I'm I just keep going full on memory. Which is dumb because it's like two years between seasons. Mm-hmm. I should probably catch up. Uh, and there's some stuff in season two I didn't remember that makes a you know like oh okay, um, so that's fun. Uh, I've also been take I took Angel's recommendation and I was watching some Kill Count on YouTube. Um, I started at the very beginning and started going, and I was like, this guy is boring. Yeah, at first he is. But I watched, I don't know, 20 episodes or whatever till he finally got to the first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movie and he made me laugh because uh, he called Johnny Depp a fuck ass and, <laughs> and then he made like four or five solid jokes in a row and I'm like, okay, now he's starting to get it. Um, but I've only, I've been skipping now and only doing the movies I've seen and uh, that's really fun. I've I've seen a lot of horror movies. It's shocking. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. oh God, I've seen all these. <laughs> I, I, however, skipped over all of the Leprechauns, which I have seen, in, including oh, Leprechaun in the Hood. Awful movie. It's really bad. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Um, but I've never seen a Leprechaun film. I was I wanted to watch Leprechaun in the Hood, but Rachel wouldn't let me. It's it's in the vein of actually this this movie we just watched for mm-hmm. today. It's it's like horrible. Like Ice T <laughs> pulls like a gun or something out of his fro during it. <laughs> <laughs> and the leprechaun rhymes all the time and there's like a gay dude and he's like i didn't come to play with the fruit i came to find my gold flute or whatever i don't because oh, he's trying to rap right yeah it's really bad flute in your pants oh it's terrible and he's really he it i forgot that that's basically the same makeup they used for gwildor from the he-man movie yeah <laughs> it's like really yeah it is grotesque didn't we watch a movie? Yeah. So Kill Count's fun. Uh, we watched this movie called Darkness Falls. Oh, yes. With Aaron Ashmore, who is like Iceman from the X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. And it's got a couple other like people who've been in stuff in it. Um, Are you sure it's Aaron Ashmore and not John Ashmore? I'm positive Ashmore. I looked it up, yes. Sure. Uh, okay. this, one, this one's I Aaron. didn't know there were two of them. I yeah, just they're, learned that. They're identical, identical. Like mm-hmm. identical, identical. I had no identical. idea. Yeah, yeah. I can tell they're that. Like right? actual twins, or they're just like they look really similar. No, they're, they're twin brothers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're twin brothers. I had no idea there was two of them. I, I just learned that. Yeah, I, I just, learned I it was, when they were because one of them was on Smallville. I think it was mm-hmm. not Aaron, but Sean, and Aaron was on because he split his personality in half or something. And I was like, that's cool, because they can actually use the fact that they're twin brothers. And it was about that time that Aaron became Iceman in the X-Men movies. That's cool. Yeah, now he's on The Rookie. And uh, he's, yeah, in this, I, he's in this movie. I had no idea. 
I was today eight years old when I realized they were twins. <laughs> what do you think, Shannon? No, I'd rather watch Karate Cop. I'd rather whatever. watch uh, Hawkeye again too. Yeah. This this is a bad movie that's just not good. There's like, like no why redeeming did I waste my time? redeeming quality in it. Um, the uh, cinematography was really weird. It, it was a, it was directed by a French director and written by a French writer, and I think it was supposed to be a French movie. But for know. whatever reason, uh, Aaron Ashmore made it in America. It was uh, short and just awful. It was only 80 minutes, but it was, you, like she said, it It was about. It's not how yeah. you would make a thriller in America. No. Uh, there was just odd choices. And I think the, the tagline for the movie was uh, a cop's wife gets. Uh, killed. Not the tagline. You're talking about like the plot. The plot. Sorry. Because <laughs> this is a long tagline she's about to get into. <laughs> it's a big poster. So the uh, the wife gets murdered, but it's uh, ruled suicide. Well, his wife commits suicide. He thinks it's a murder. Which it ends up being a murder, a murder. B- between a father and a son. A father-son serial killer team. Yeah. With Gary Cole. He, I, I love Gary Cole. He's like normally a comedic actor. It was weird. Um, he was the serial killer. The dad. Um, and the grandma was just awful. And yeah, it's normally a good don't, actress. Don't bother. I watched it for you. Skip it. Yes. It's a skip. I feel like I'm looking at a different movie. It says Darkness Falls 2003, but it has none of the cast that you're talking about. So look at IMDb. The original title for this movie was called Anderson Falls. What? Weird. Is it a different title? Yes. So Darkness Falls is an alt title. If you look up Ander- Anderson Falls, it'll show up. Hmm. Interesting. The 44 acre park in Columbus, Indiana. Are you on IMDb? (laughs) Because I don't think that would come up. That's nope. Googled it. So that's pretty much all I got. Um, I'm excited. Uh, Marcella season three is out on Netflix. I'm going to be watching that this week. I'm super excited about that. Uh, Last of Us is coming out this week. Yes, that's gonna oh, be dope. Wait. Um, what else do we have to look forward to? Anything good? No. Oh yeah, we do have something really. Two more weeks till Hamilton. Yes. It says Sean Ashmore. Is it? That's what it says. I'm oh, looking then I got him. Then it's Sean Ashmore who's in X Men. Oh, and Gary Cole. I love Gary Cole. Yeah. So Sean Ashmore is the one in X Men. She found it. Aaron is the not one the who's park. not. The movie. There we go. Just to cue in our audience. Sean Ashmore is the one on The Rookie. Sean Ashmore is the more famous one, I would say. I would think so. Yeah. Who's in more stuff? Sean is for sure. I got a question for you guys. What do you think I would like about Westworld, and how much would I like it? I You would love all of it, and you would like it a lot. Yeah, uh, for sure, for sure, for sure. I, it's... Goodness. It's not adventurous whatsoever to me i'm more of an action adventurous kind of show goer and that's why i was so leery on watching it matt and mm. i went into it just because someone you guys mentioned i should give it a try and so when i gave it a try it just it's more of one of those shows that make you think and right now it's not like i have time to do anything else so i do a lot of th- it's one of those shows where you can actually do the thinking, if that makes any sense. I hate how shows tell you everything. Here's how I would describe it. Lost was TV. Westworld is film. 
Yeah. It is of such a higher quality. I don't think you can compare it to TV shows. Okay. But you can't like compare it to like Band of Brothers. You can't compare it to anything. It is unique. It's it's very unique. It's thought provoking. It's it it makes you think about the nature of your own being. It um it's actors. I mean, it, it's like the this leftovers. Isn't a new concept. No, but it, it like the I, leftovers was for HBO. This is an actor's showcase. These actors get to act. Anthony Hopkins oh, is yeah. so fucking good on this show. I forgot. Because he's, he's not to... in season three at all. And I forgot how good he was on this show. It's He is so menacing. And I agree with Joe. It's more of a talent <laughs> oh. pool for yes. you to see good acting. And Ed Harris oh, really? is spectacular. The kid that plays younger Ed Harris is, yep. is Everybody tremendous. just spoiler alert. Andy what? I didn't say who the kid was. I didn't say his name. Whatever. Tandy Newton is spectacular. Yeah, Evan Rachel Woods is really good. Wood. Yeah. Well, I was already sold. I just wanted to maybe see if there was something specific I would like, but um, I don't think I'd like it all. It's hard sci-fi. I actually enjoy the part. Because it's Westworld, it takes place in Western oh, kind of. Did we mention James Marsden's amazing on the show too? It has like mm. cowboys and it has the Indians and it has the old like pioneer. That kind of thing draws me a little. Haha, <laughs> get that pun. Um, oh, Jeffrey Wright. Gosh. Uh. We were... And then to me, the fact that you're going in between, you don't know what part of the world is Westworld and what part is outside of Westworld, that part yeah. is thought-provoking as well. I don't know. So if you like right. a Western kind of thing, you might enjoy Oh, it. I was already sold, like I said, but... Okay. I figured if there was something else you guys could add. Yeah. I mean, it's um, straight-up sci-fi. It's a, it's a futuristic, you know, when they're not actively in Westworld, they... The futuristic technology and things that they show are really is really interesting and and really cool to look at. Sweet. Yeah. yeah, when you get to season three and you're not in the park anymore, it starts to it really changes the game. Everything about the show changes. The whole dynamic of what you thought everything was is wrong. I've never seen a show so successfully change what it's about without doing anything. Well, I think it's next on my list after I finish Picard. So, highly awesome. recommend. Um, gosh, there's. I mean, I'm scrolling through oh. the cast list. So many amazing actors. Star studded. And I. Yeah, I need to get back into it. Shannon passed me by. Ha! Huh? I have no idea. Which episode are you on? I'm only on season two, episode six. Ha 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 ha! Yeah. Our I favorite just... Native American actor dude in, is in there. Yeah. I enjoyed that episode. Gosh, what is his name? He's is it so... the guy that played that was in uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance? Because he's my favorite Native American actor. No, not that guy. <laughs> oh. I can't. Uh, like the dude who's he also in, played I believe Billy in Black. Wind River and stuff, and he's been in everything lately. He was on Longmire. Lou Diamond Phillips. No, not Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh. Talking about oh. the guy that played Magua and no. 
I don't know his name. I can't even add my two. Well, cents. now I gotta look it up because I love. He's got long I love hair. Longmire. He's, he's got. He played Longmire. He this he's guy who plays the eyes. the the uh, five eight. reservation cop. He. Hmm. Reservation cat. The cop from the reservation, the chief of police. Yeah. He's got two ears. He's got. Trying to remember his name. Zahn McLaren. Lips. They're somewhat plump. Oh. Officer Mateus. Yeah. Yeah, Z- he's, he's great. Yeah, he's For super sure. good. And he's good Zahn on this McLaren? Role. Yes. Yeah, that's who I was describing. Oh, Thank you, everybody. Jeez, yeah. Pete. <laughs> He's he is really good on Westworld. I didn't realize that's who he was. Yeah, he's in heavy makeup. Yeah. Until he's not. You'll see. It's great. Awesome. Um. Oh. I think that's pretty much Gosh, all. Gosh, I'm gonna to watch do. it as soon as we're done here. Yeah. Okay. Start Are we done yet? Let's we're... finish this. Jeez, calm down. Calm your tits, bag, girl. Bye. I said calm your tits. I don't have tits. Oh, wait. Wait. What? (laughs) (laughs) I have more questions than answers now. I have bits. Little bits. They're doing this. And they need to do this. Tits of bits. (laughs) Well, shits. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. This was super fun. Um, Yeah, I think we're going to watch Death Stalker for next week. Oh. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I'm looking I, forward to it. I, I hope heard. it's just as good, bad. If it is as bad as the cover art for the movie is, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> the cover art. Oh, yeah. It looks. It's, you know, a Debbie McCumber Harlequin romance novel for sure. Um, for sure. It's on yeah, Amazon right. Prime. If you have that, go ahead and watch it. Death Stalker, and that's the dude's fucking name. And there's it's, more than one, right? His name is like Bill Death Stalker. I cannot oh, wait. Oh, it's a whole series yeah, of yeah. like three films. It's yeah, a trilogy. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's more like, like a trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be watching that, and we will be back next week to talk all about it. Um, I forgot how much I love bad movies, so thank you everybody for uh, joining me on this one. It was super fun. Go watch Karate Cops, a.k.a. Hawkeye, a.k.a. What the fuck. It's great. <laughs> um, hit us up, moviedummies at gmail.com. If you have a movie that we've missed that you love that's just awful, like a hard target, like a Miami connection, hit us up. Leave us a voice message. Just click the little thing in the podcast description. You can leave us a voice message. Or if you can't do that, go to anchor.fm slash moviedummies. Guys, thank you so much. We will talk to you next week. As always, I am Joe. I am... Shannon. Oh, oh, okay. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. I love Kevin Bacon's big dong. <laughs> Who and, doesn't? And for A-A-Ron. We will, uh, yeah, we're the Movie Dummies. We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay fresh, you dirty, rotten cheese bags. Oh, so. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye y'all. You're going to do some Foley work for us? Yep. I shot him in the face with a bazooka. I dropped the mic. <laughs> she hit a table. She could have just hit the mic. She could have oh. just hit the mic and said, oh, I dropped the mic. No, she hit a table. <laughs> oh, that would have been better. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs>